Welcome to Mixed Company. Bringing the siloed and uncomfortable conversation we have with our friends to the forefront so everyone can participate in the conversation. We say all the things you never would in Mixed Company. Welcome to Mixed Company. Fall in your ways Are you so worried? you can crumble. <laughs> <laughs> you started strong. You started strong. Y'all don't understand. In I have song. had... I've had Solange on repeat, like, maybe four to five hours a day repeat since it came out, and it is relatively soothing. Um, it's very soothing. It's, very, it's actually very helpful right now, and it'll be, I'm sure it'll be very uh, relevant for today's talk. So, welcome to Mixed Company. At, what's what's this episode? Episode 15. Kingsonera. Sure. Yeah, yeah, it's our Kingston. here and we're post-election this is our first our only episode post this election <laughs> i was gonna say like there were multiple <laughs> this is the first one well, it's, it's, i guess it's the first of many i'm sure that we'll have many conversations that I hope, will i hope not i'm, I'm, sure, I'm you hope what you mean nothing will go as expected that's actually that's if you if you've learned nothing else in the last couple of days you've learned Everything you thought was a lie is true, and everything you thought was true is a lie. <laughs> so we are here, episode 15. I'm sure we will speak a lot about politics and how it relates to advertising, industry, and communications. Um, and this will be the first of many. This will probably be more of an event session. So get ready, get your tea, your vodka, your rum, your tequila, your gin, whatever, your, I don't know, nails, if you bite nails like me, because um, you might need it. I'm going to need it. Yeah. Sure. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> I have my beer right now. All right. Um, I don't think we have any listener letters right now, right? We don't have anybody writing in. No I one have, has questions. I have not checked the inbox. But, People are um, still in their feelings about other things, so they didn't have time for us. I mean, That's the real. whole. Let, let's just assume that the whole country is a listener letter right now. Um, yes, the whole country is a listen listener letter. You know. Okay, oh. so then if that's the case, then we'll do that last. Then, yeah. then yeah. let's just start off with dope shit. Okay. Um, as you guys know, this is our opportunity to share with you the cool things that we've seen, heard, or read about going on in the industry, communications, entertainment, or just our goddamn lives. Um, <laughs> especially if you're Simeon, because who cares about advertising when the rest of the world is happening? Um, That's real. Who wants to go <laughs> Who cares first? about advertising when Trap Call Quest has dropped a new album? Yay, that's that's, you thing. just did advertising for a tribe, tribe Called Quest. Yeah, look at that. Yeah, but. I listened to it today. I listened through it twice. It was really good. Oh, really? Let's get out. Yeah, I only it. saw like the few performances through it. I'm, I'm SNL. not sure how you didn't listen to it yet, but all right. Just I mean, oh, Simeon, you're of a different generation. <laughs> you are of a different generation. You were probably in what, like sixth grade when their first album came out? Probably. I was joking. Wait, were you? <laughs> no, I was probably like in uh, probably like second, third grade. Oh, I mean, right. I was like ninety-one. Yeah, you know. I was still in preschool, rapping crisscross. I missed the bus. That was every right time there. I missed the bus. So, well, that's good. What do you think about it? I think it's dope. Uh, 
favorite track is the Sprays program, and I think that's dedicated to all of you who are talking about leaving America right now. <laughs> right now. I thought it was too. There's, there's nowhere for you to go. There's lots of shade in it. Uh, yeah, there's, there's nowhere for you to go that hasn't been uh, infected by white supremacy. So, you know, stay here a while we'll with us. We'll get to that. <laughs> yeah, we'll get to stay, it. Stay here a while with us. All right, I need to listen hang to Hang out. No, I definitely think you should listen to it. I, I will say this. I don't... I, I mean, we don't make money here yet, so we can talk. We can give props to whoever we want. I don't know if anybody else reads a very smart brother or articles on verysmartbrother.com, dot com. Mm-hmm. But one of the things that Damien Young, who I might actually just go ahead and claim him as my favorite um, blogger or writer right now, he's just funny to me. One of the things he said as a silver lining to the atrocities that occurred on the evening of, or the early morning of <laughs> November 9th, 2016, is that we might actually get some really dope hip-hop out of all of this. Yes. Um, I think we, he, like, uh, essentially we've been in, like, a very, like, party trend. We've, we've been in a, an environment of growth and celebration for far too long. And now that much of us feel uh, this air of despair and mm. we are literally about to well I'm not putting pulling my hair out it took too long to grow but for those <laughs> of you that don't care and you are pulling your hair out this will be the time that a lot of our arts um artistic entertainment is probably going to be its most raw mm-hmm. honest and entertaining yeah we may get some of that Reagan, we may get that some Reagan like Reagan hip hop we might get Reagan hip hop. That first yes. that Bush Reagan, hip-hop. that Bush hip hop. <laughs> yes. That that early side, that early Clinton hip hop. Not the second term, but the first oh, yeah. term. The first the first term was uh shiny suits. Nah, the first no, term. No, no, the second the second, second term, term was, was shiny, shiny suits. Ninety yeah. <laughs> seven was when Diddy came out with all the shiny suits. So we might get like really like golden era hip hop and for those of us that are hip hop heads, this this is totally for you. For those of you that might be into like alternative rock or or uh, your pop, you like your pop music to be a little bit more serious. You're probably gonna get that as well. So, yeah. if we have nothing left politically, we will always have all the things left artistically. That's the only silver lining I have for you today. Thank you, Damon Young. You've saved us. That actually, now I have two dope things. Oh well, go ahead for it, girl. Yeah. So, to piggyback, um, I was watching PBS. It's all all part of my post-election healing. So, Mm. this week, actually yesterday, so when this airs, I don't know, I'm going to say the date, on November, what, 15th? Because today is the 16th? Mm. Yeah. Um, Henry Louis Gates, his Mm. documentary, (laughs) Black America Since MLK and Still I Rise. Uh, Is that new? I don't know if it's new, but... I caught it on PBS, so I'm gonna say there's probably gonna be some reruns. He has a few black documentaries. I don't know if I'm caught up on all of them. Well, there's a lot. Yeah, that's actually what he does for a living. <laughs> <laughs> teaches people about the black people, mainly as it relates to black people in the United States. So there you go. Yeah. We'll go him. So anyway, what reminded me is that you know there's a part about Reaganomics, of course, and how that era actually. Bond hip hop in, in the Bronx in New York. No, I didn't. Well, I'm not saying it started in the Bronx. I'm saying that hip hop got very large 
during Reagan economics. Reagan economics. And they did a whole section Jimmy in the Carter documentary. Was president. <laughs> Nixon was president when hip hop started, but continue. So it, it just shows the impact politically and how, to what you said, it's kind of like how that affect artistically our community. And I just feel like after watching it, I'm like, wow, this is, um, I don't even know if it's okay to say Reaganomics. Keep mispronouncing it. I don't know if this is Reaganomics Part Two. Is that too we don't know yet. We don't know. We yet. don't know yet. We'll see. Well, I'll let you know in a year. How about you? Okay. I'll let you know this time next year. We'll see. We'll see. We gonna know real soon. Well, that's good. What's yeah. So one? my second one, another part that actually helped through post-election healing, is the show on True TV called Adam Ruins Everything. Um, <clears throat> Okay. On Facebook, now a source of information, um, you probably have seen videos. Um, of, there was one episode actually talking about the Electoral College and why it's a terrible system um, to determine our election. And the, the, CSA, the show copies like different themes. So they did election, they did an election special, but they also cover like drugs and they cover everything. It's a comedic spin on, it's like an informational comedic comedic show. Okay. Yeah, so, you know, if you're interested like that, it's a nerdy show, but I love it. It's on True TV on Tuesdays. You might be able to catch it on demand or online on um, YouTube. And it's called Adam Rooms Everything. And I enjoy it. Yay, okay. Adam. All right, Adam. Thanks for bringing um, doom and gloom to the rest of us. Appreciate y'all. Right. <laughs> I will try to catch that. Catch that. What? Do, how, how do you say that? I will try to check that out, not catch that out. Check mm-hmm. that out. All right. I guess it's my goal. So um, when I travel, I like to go and peruse through Hudson. Whatever the hell that shit's called. Hudson. Hudson News. Hudson News. Hudson News. Paper or whatever. Stand, yeah. Sh- yeah. That shit, right? Yeah. Generally, I like to pick up magazine because I think I, w- I look cool walking through airports with physical magazines in my hand. Um, and recently, on my most recent travels, I've been picking up the Harvard Business Review. Tell be- them where you went, Kai. Well, yeah, Kai. Tell them where you went. <laughs> <laughs> I just feel like that's something I wanted to bring up later. But I was traveling to Cuba. Um, and... So not too far after an altercation I had with three, not one, but three American Airlines stewardess. Just, I'm not even going to go there, but if you can if you can help yourself from flying with American Airlines, you should. Because they're not <laughs> worth shit. They're my favorite. They can go kick rocks and blow all the bubbles <laughs> up each other's asses. And I don't care. <clears throat> I don't care. I hope they don't get no turkey on or- Thanksgiving. I, listen, I hope lots of things. I wish them diarrhea. Like the watery kind <laughs> while they're on a flight. Yeah, that's how I feel about those three ladies. Anyway, after I collected myself, I went to the Hudson newsstand and I picked up the latest Harvard Business Review. And of course, they have some really cool things in here that I think they like to keep away from the youngins like myself. <laughs> this, um, yeah, this issue they are discussing or they were giving light or shedding light on the 100 best performing CEOs in the world uh, for the 2016 list. Interesting list, interesting companies. Um, There is, I mean, we talk about diversity a lot on this show and essentially like, yeah, it's kind of diverse. 
Um, I think this is one of those opportunities where if you really want to defend the kind of diversity that you portray, I can I can see how this works. So I'll start by saying of the 100, um, 98 are men. So that means <laughs> that there are women. Um, good for them, guys. I'm I'm glad that you couldn't find any other women CEOs or more even even deeper to the fact I'm glad we can actually show there's not that many women CEOs that actually run companies. So thanks for shedding light on that. And I don't care what I read, that was the first thing I looked for. Women and people of color. Um people of color, I see a few uh, men that are Asian and I believe yes 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 they the majority of them actually run um, companies that are in Asia so of the eight of the the CEOs that are in the United States they are white men because you know the United States is so goddamn diverse and just so goddamn open uh, to letting people of color and women run their business just kidding you were all there November 8th you know that I'm talking shit um besides that it's a really I mean it's a really interesting article but there are there are some bolded pieces of information that I wanted to kind of share with everybody because I think it is important as we move forward to understand that a lot of what we understood about what it takes to arise and be successful before don't necessarily apply now or quite frankly as I feel probably never really um were never really relevant so they were one of the things that stood up stood out to me that they were saying only 24 of the 100 CEOs have an MBA so to me I laughed at that because I'm like you know a lot of people sit there and tell you you need to go get your masters to be a CEO or you need mm -hmm. to spend money on this course and that course and do this and that and the third mm -hmm. um according to this article these the top five CEOs on this list have been on this list for like the last three to five years something of that nature yeah so that means to me you really don't have to go get that high education to be the top dog and the funny part about all of this is this obviously was printed and put together before the election but it applies in government y'all you don't have to be the smartest motherfucker okay. in the room mm to be the most powerful so that's one thing i saw and that's why this discussion of diversity about diversity has become so important to me another thing i saw <laughs> i'm throwing shade to everybody like really everybody i feel like right now because i'm just irritated. i'm still irritated everybody can just go kick kick rocks um let me see what was the other thing oh oh of the 100 ceos on this list 84 are insiders we all know what it means to be on the inside you know what it is to be in the inner circle y'all these motherfuckers they are friends uh, i don't care no. that they're not spending thanksgiving <laughs> at everybody's house they are friends y'all they know each other mm -hmm. damn there's 75 it's about 75 percent of this entire list it's the people that know each other so for, for all the people the child you don't see this in big big letters Got right on this page that. 84 insiders um. 84 are insiders mm -hmm. so for all those times that people are so concerned and worried about fraternization and worried about you know I don't want to seem like I'm kissing too much ass or I don't want to seem like I'm too interested 
You're selling yourself short, people. <laughs> because if you're ever, if you're ever going to get to the top of these lists, you have to be an insider. Mm-hmm. That's something they don't teach you in school. That's something, no, they, that's something they don't necessarily write about in the books that you really want to read, just the ones that you don't want to read. But let me be the first to tell you, it's written right here. What's another thing I saw that I was like, why? Oh, um, yeah, oh, yeah, it said 30 CEOs have made the list for three years in a row. Child, I'm not even finished. On average. <laughs> and I, the thing is, like, I know they picked these, like, nuggets out because they're like, oh, these are great things to share with people. My salty ass is sitting here like, I told y'all so. Mm. I told you. None of these people are shit. It's okay. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Take it how you want it. The last thing that really that really got me, but like put things into perspective about life, knowing that um, a part of a part of what we talk about on this show is looking at industry from the bottom up. Um, mm-hmm. We tend to look at we tend to look at progress and success um, in milestones. I want to do this before I'm 30. I want to do this before I'm 40. Um, this should this took a little bit of pressure off of me, but should also put things into perspective for others. If you do decide to um, buy and read this issue of HBR, but they said that on average they became CEO at the age of forty at the age of forty four and have been in office for seventeen years. So quite Whoa. frankly, it means that there's still a lot of work to do. Like we do have a lot of time to prove ourselves. And this whole idea of making your first million before thirty or doing something by thirty or thirty-five is such it's just bullshit. Like mm. if it happens, great. If it doesn't, it's not the end of your life. Um but if you turn fifty and it doesn't happen, maybe you should panic. I don't I don't know. If that's <laughs> if that's your trajectory, maybe you should start panicking then. To become a CEO, but like just basically showing that like your mid forties is when things like this happen to you. So that I think that was the only piece I took out of there. Like, oh, okay, that well, that's refreshing. Everything else, I just wanted to burn the entire issue. But that's really just because of where we are with um, life. with our with life. So, you know, to that point, that just reminded me of the, the episode with um... mm, mm-hmm, mm. Tasha, no, Rodney. Brendan? Brendan. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, that just reminded me of the episode with Brendan where it's like, you know, we, we don't talk about, like, everybody talks about, you know, aiming for the CEO job. And nobody really talks about just being a guru, being really good at what you do. So, I mean. These... We got time. We got time to make some real change and real difference. So that's what I took from that. Cool. For the NBA point, did it just. Did it um, specify if they got their MBA from an Ivy League school or just MBA in like general? Phoenix it did online. not specify. <laughs> it could have went to DeVry. <laughs> well, DeVry's closed now, so they definitely didn't go there. Um, but yeah, I mean, for those like, if you guys are into like reading publications to like help diversify your knowledge about industry and business, I strongly suggest every now and again to to peruse through um, a Harvard Business review it's not the most fun thing i've ever read but it's definitely i definitely find it to be most insightful um they tell me things that complex magazine can't tell me so i mean you know i'm here for it yeah i'm here for it nice all right well that's it for dope dope ish dope shit i appreciate um you guys for sharing and you guys for listening all right
so I guess we can go ahead and move into our session. <laughs> um, we voted recently, y'all. <laughs> it Yay. was election day came and election day left. And is this your second like election that you voted in? Voted? Is this your second election or is this your third? My third election, I believe. This is my second that I was able to vote in. So I may be Sim, at, we're gonna place you again. I may be at three. You're probably at three, most likely. When did I turn eighteen? Right. When did I turn eighteen? I think it's, this is either, this is either three or four for me. It's okay. not my second. Okay. This is my second. Oh yeah, I'm I'm like three because I turned eighteen in two thousand two. Okay. Okay. So the election before that was twenty was two thousand. 2000, 2004. You didn't vote in 2004? So, 2004, 2008, 2012. Not, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm at four. Sorry. Okay. You're at four, so I'm at wait, three. 2000, wait, 2004. You know what? We're really, really counting on our fingers. We're really counting on our fingers. We always place you. I missed the, I, I wasn't old enough. Oh, yeah, I'm at four. I'm at four. You are at four, You're so four. I'm at three. Okay, because oh I was like, I, I missed, I was like a year short, I felt like, for yeah. the um, Gore-Bush election, but I was able to vote in the following one. Okay. So you, that was, who was that? McCain? I, Bush I did, I did, and Obama? I did do Gore, I, I think I did do Gore-Bush. That was 2000. You so did you, that one. So this is your That's fourth 2004. one. 2004. When was Rock the Vote? Rock the Vote was like 2004. Rock the Vote was for Obama. Like 90s. No, started. like Rock the Vote, like... Anyway, child, Whatever. we done, we've been out here we voting for decades. We voted. You guys were in the percentage that voted. We voted. Yay! We've been voting. <laughs> anyway, 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 we've been voting. So we did vote. It happened. Um, I just, you know what it is? Every time I start to process the, the, the months, the years, months, and days leading up to the election, and everything that transpired the day of the election and the aftermath, this was traumatic. I've been likening all of this, like the, the way I felt the day after the election was the way I felt, what was that, episode six, uh -huh. the, the week of July, like that first week of July, like that's legit how I felt, like that kind of, that kind of hopelessness and, and pain. Like I was like, this was just very emotionally taxing for me. And in general, politics, like, I don't necessarily take politics with a grain of salt. I find it quite interesting. Mm -hmm. But I did, this went against, like, what I believed as a core, like, as a human. I think it, the, it bothered, like, the humanity piece of it. So I stumble when I speak about this election. So allow me to get through this as we continue conversation. I see, I was fine. I've been following the election coverage majority of this year and I didn't expect to for it to hit me I didn't expect to have any emotion like you usually don't because usually I was it's not this bad I yeah I think that was that I was surprised about that it was to that degree where I was just legit like sad I'm not really surprised on the outcome to be honest I'm more surprised on how it has affected me emotionally let me tell you something and and this like I had to really sit with myself to to process to get to this part of my process, right? I have no problem with having a Republican president in office. 
I believe I believe because yes that's how I was taught that's how that's what I've come to know in my comfort zone about what this country is that we are entitled to ha- to to having differences of opinion of how uh, the government should be run mm-hmm. and that conservatives believe in a certain set of valuables and Democrats lead believe in a certain set of valuable valuables values and sometimes the majority of the country will vote either way so if this was if this was um what was that damn man's name oh Romney this was Mitt Romney I'd probably been like eh alright bro like ugh that sucks man ugh yeah if this was John McCain, oh, man, that sucks. Even though I, I still like John McCain. I'm so happy that he got his seat back in Arizona. He done been in that seat for, like, 75 years. Ain't he, like, 100? <laughs> he's so, he's such a, anyway. John McCain, fine. George, even, even when George Bush won, I remember in that election when he did win, that it was like, man, that sucks. Oh, well, we'll be fine. Yeah. I don't think that this, this, not I don't think, I know this was not an election of, political values this was an election of hum- humane values about mm-hmm. what it means for people and not to to give him more credit than he deserves not because i think that not because i necessarily think that the politics don't matter but because he, he as a person has nothing else there's nothing else you can speak on okay. so there's no plan because you don't have a plan yeah you can't talk about healthcare and you can't talk about social security and you can't you can't really talk about what your plan would be to to pull in troops or pull out pull troops out of an area cuz you really don't know you really don't have one you don't have that experience you've never done this before the closest thing you've ever had to do to get somebody out of an office is to fire them and that was my hand doing the 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 duck thing the you're fired thing right <laughs> That's the closest thing that you ever had to do to getting somebody out of a physical space. So all you had, the only leg you have to stand on is how you feel about groups of people. And over time you saw that it really just didn't matter like who you were. Like if you weren't him. And it was very reminiscent of all of the things that we learned about in World War II. If you didn't look like what he as a leader felt was the primary example of what the best kind of person would look like, then you aren't shit. Women aren't shit. Handicapped aren't shit. LGBTQ aren't shit. Black people aren't shit. Muslims ain't shit. Mexicans ain't shit. Latin Americans ain't shit. Shit, if you weren't born here, you weren't shit. Shit ain't shit. Like, nobody was had any value to him besides the value he felt that you could bring. African Americans are poor and destitute in, in inner cities. However, I mean, what y'all got to lose? Like, just vote for me. I mean, shit. Like, how does somebody, like, that's not a person of value. That's not a person right. that can bring anything to a country besides opinions. And perhaps it's the bougie-ness in me, the, educa- the educated piece of my brain. I truly felt like that that was not something that could happen because I felt America was much smarter than that. So, well, I am in the minority here. I know. Um, I did not get emotional. I don't know what it you is. You don't get emotional about anything, so I don't even. Uh, no, I mean like there, there's, there are emotions because <laughs> in my body somewhere, <laughs> I'm sure I have them. 
so here's here's what I'm emotional about when it comes to this election. The fact that a lot of people who are part of marginalized communities are going to be targeted. They're going to be harassed. Um, they'll be attacked, and all of those horrible things that this dude is inciting. The other part of me, which unfortunately is extremely empathetic at this stage in my life, um, it's, it's unfortunate because I started like I started doing the research to understand because. I think a lot of people are using broad strokes to analyze what happened, <laughs> which is everybody who voted for him is a racist, right? It's it, that's that's a broad it's a broad stroke. It is. So for but. us who are in marketing, <laughs> whose whole job is to be communicators to people across the board, that was interesting to me because like we're talking about this whole like millions of people voted for this dude obviously Hillary won the popular vote but millions of people voted for this dude and to say that all of them are racist is like a crazy thing right so then when you start doing the digging you realize like hmm these people have been fucked for a very long time who like, <laughs> well, because we don't like we, we don't we don't really pay attention to them. Like that's just that's just the rea reality right. of the situation. Like, yeah, there's there's <laughs> Kai has the I'm listening, but I'm not listening. <laughs> um, like, like we're and I told you this. Like we're we're in like yeah, there's racism in New York or whatever. But like this is Disneyland for racism. This is Disneyland for all the things that oppressed people so this is Disneyland for poverty this is Disneyland for uh, oppression but when you start going into the middle of the country that were factory states factory cities factory towns and all of your jobs have been like outsourced to other countries or phased out because or technology. phased out because of technology um, and you're desperate you turn a blind eye to like all the racist things that this dude says and right like like you you You're absolutely you, you right. turn them, yeah. and if you and it, oh, actually you know what my dope thing for this week was actually supposed to be Van Jones uh video series the messy truth but I don't write things down so hey I forgot <laughs> I forgot because Van Jones went to Gettysburg and interviewed all these Trump supporters right so these are people who are supposed to be racist. And one, like, if you're really racist, like, you don't even touch black people. Like, they're, like, you don't let them in your house. Like, you don't care. Like, you like you don't want to have a conversation with them. Like, you're ignorant. Like, you're a monkey. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, so these people let this dude in their house. And when you start hearing them talk, like, I'm on my second career because, you know, like, they keep getting rid of our jobs. And um, the other thing is, like, yo, people just don't like Hillary. And this this, this was my other issue with, with this election was the whole, the whole uh, idea of democracy is about choices, mm -hmm. that everybody has a choice and everybody has a voice. Mm -hmm. And from the beginning of this, this, this election campaign process, 
they've been trying to silence outside voices. Mm-hmm. And to me, that's an issue. Like, if you, if you really want to want to talk about American government and, like, why we all live here, it's like being a part of that demo- democracy means that you have the option to vote third party. Like, you have the option to go against the grain. And the entire, like, the system has been like, yo, no, you need to vote for her. And I think that contributed to this dude winning, which is people were like, oh, if these are the only two options, then no. I'm going to go. I, because, I, but, but you have to understand, like, a lot. Of, I believe, yes, that part I agree with. I just wanted to go back to your, to the generation and the broad strokes. Right. To, it, <sighs> this is how I feel about it, right? Because um, you have more, like, you, you're, you're also educated. You have, you, you're educated and you have options. This this idea, because I've seen it posted on all my Facebook, on my Twitter, on my, all the social media. It's like, well, everybody that voted for Trump isn't racist. And I'm like, this goes back to, like, the idea of these, these, these uh, top-level umbrella words, like diversity. Right. Um, no, maybe you're not racist by definition, but I'm going to characterize you as prejudiced by association oh, I mean, because what that's showing, like this is why Black Lives Matter is like we say Black Lives Matter because we don't want to just say everybody's racist because they're like no I don't I don't think I don't I'm not racist my you know I, I go to my next door neighbor's house for Christmas but but you but, if that man bans all the Muslims including the ones that were born mm-hmm. here and and educated here and have served this country with all of their heart soul and passion. And if he starts to throw them out this country, guess what you gonna do, person that voted for Trump? You gonna turn that blind eye, and that's right. just as right. bad as you doing anything else. If well, I'm not sexist because I'm a woman and I voted for Trump. Well, if he's just out here grabbing people's pussies and shit and talking about it in, on TV like it's nothing, and then coming back and saying, I mean, I didn't, I didn't say that. <laughs> like if he, like. If you're willing to turn a blind eye to it, it's just as bad as you not doing it. And we talk about it all the time. When right. We talk about diversity and inclusion. So to me, I don't want to hear the bullshit. I don't want people to defend their great uncle that voted for Trump. He's not a racist. Well, he's even worse because he's not helping. Right. So right. to me, you don't need to be here. So I, he, here's the thing. You have no I'm, value I'm, to I'm me. I'm not defending them. And I, I think what I was trying to say in a roundabout way. Don't get me started. Listen. What I was trying to say in a roundabout way Listen, is Linda. I, I was not, <laughs> I was not as shocked and heartbroken and surprised by the outcome um, to like Rob's emotion because I was already looking at it from all angles. Like I knew there was a good possibility that this dude could get elected just straight off the straight off the fact that people don't don't like Hillary. I don't think. Listen, I don't think anybody didn't think it could happen. That it couldn't happen. Or right. That it could. That it couldn't. No one thought that it couldn't. That it that it would never happen. That there was a hundred percent possibility that you Hillary expected more from. We expected more from people because we have in in the past we've seen more from people. You know people. But here's the other thing, right? And I don't. I've never actually seen looking at the as the results came through. Like they were literally down to the counties. Like I oh, had yeah. seen Chester County, which is where I'm from, come up quite a few times on the news, and I was like, oh shit, we on the map. <laughs> <laughs> Luckily, they went blue, so I have nothing to say, even though Pennsylvania just was a fucking shit show. But, like, you expect you expected more. You wanted more. You wanted more because 
you could you could see that there are a lot of people that do want change and i think that is the difference between now and 50 years ago when we have these conversations it's there's not much convincing that has to go on yes to your point there are a lot of people that have been disenfranchised but as a part of many different demographics myself as myself a part of many different demographics that have been disenfranchised over the course of a lifetime mm-hmm. of forever i don't look at the people that haven't been disenfranchised and not be i'm not going to not be empathetic to them right. i've never been handicapped but i'm not going to not show empathy for a handicapped person mm-hmm. i'm I'm not, I do not identify as LGBTQ, but that does not mean that I'm not going to empathize with that person. So to me, there was this empathy aspect. And, you know, like I come from a generation of Michael Jackson and we are the world and black and white and, you know, like all of that, where I really thought like the humanity part of it would have come through, but people were more concerned. And I get it. Like you have. It was a selfish move. It was selfish. It It was selfish. selfish. It was selfish. It was it was fuck your needs because my needs are more important. But yeah, it, it, but it, it think... actually wasn't even fuck your needs. It was fuck your feelings. It was <laughs> fuck my feelings, and that's why it hurt. Right. That's why it hurt. I think that's how people. I don't know. Maybe because I'm from Florida, <laughs> but a hey, Pennsylvania one red too. Hey, who that's how people it? voted. And also about racism, I feel like when we have these umbrella terms, people create their own definitions. They so sure they, do. So even though they don't see like they don't see themselves as racist, but they make comments that they think that are not racist, okay. but they are most certainly are racist and demeaning to so, people of color. Definitely. Well, I'm not sexist. I mean, I wouldn't grab anyone's pussy, but if I saw somebody do it, like, I, I would yeah, that's the kind of shit I'm hearing. Go, go watch the Van Jones, uh, the messy truth videos because you can clearly see that these people are prejudice and they have biases and like the woman's like well you know everybody just needs to like toughen up like everybody just wants to be so politically correct but it's like she's saying it about they should be tough and they should be tougher about the racist shit that trump is saying. right and you can even see on the educated level i don't know if you guys saw that interview with chimanda and she was don't, t- on don't mess up the queen's name chimamanda she is the queen Thank you, Sam. (laughs) Yes. When she was debate on that panel, and the other panelist, white man, he was like making assumptions about racist comments. Simeon, can you come back with the pronunciation? Shimamanda. She said that his comments were racist, and he they actually had a debate about whether his comment was racist or he not. Because he wanted to make his definition something that was comfortable for him to digest. That's not fair. Right. That's not. You can't tell me the person that's been on the objectifying end of what racism is, what the hell racism is, white man. You cannot tell me that. You know exactly. why? Because you've never experienced it, white man. But you sure have, you probably have dis- dished it out and you currently are defending it. Well, right. I mean, that's that's what oppressors do. It's, it's like, yeah, it's, it's, it's negating how you're feeling to justify their oppression <laughs> and why their oppression is right. And then to further my point, Yes, people, I think what brought to light is that people vote selfishly. Their vote, think about, they're voting to better their lives. Some of these people have lost jobs. Some people can't, don't understand Obamacare. Whatever the reason may be, they voted for what is going to benefit them. Instead of 
what we're, I don't know what I was for one second kind of naive to believe that people would look ahead or vote for the better of the country. No, people better for themselves. I mean, everybody does that though. Yeah, but this election just has the data to show that shit, this is real. Like, this is the truth. Other than assuming, well, I didn't know, this is my second election. Well, but instead of assuming that, oh, there are people who vote for themselves or may vote in the future or may think about other people or may think about the future, whatever, mm-hmm. at the end of the day, people vote on issues that are going to affect them. And if the guy happens to be racist, misogynistic, whatever, but at the end of the day, I get a bigger tax break mm-hmm. or whatever benefits my family, that's who I'm voting for. Right. So I just want to be clear. I'm, I'm not telling people to empathize with <laughs> Trump people. I was just justifying why I wasn't shocked. Oh, no, we're not coming at you. I'm yeah. just saying, like, because no, like observation. I wasn't coming at you. Like, literally, like, I was, first of all, this is, like, le- legit the first election night that I've actually ever, like, watched i've always voted and i just went about my business um but like i was watching it and i was just like oh these white people are really doing this <laughs> and i think i text kyle i was like <laughs> they really don't like us and then to but, me that's that's the part that's for me that's the fuck your feelings part like that's the right. part that got me i was like oh my god there's really still that like i felt once again shit i really need to watch my back Oh man, I guess I can't go anywhere I want to. Oh wait, if they're feeling this froggy right now, are they gonna start leaping like tomorrow? Like that's a fear. Like it was. I, I mean, it is what it is. Like it was. A, it's a fear. Like I felt dread and fear about what the present and the future was gonna hold because after after. 29 years of basically just feeling like no things are changing this isn't the civil rights nobody's gonna stick a dog on me nobody's gonna be able to just grab up and grab me up on an airplane and and if i tell the police they're not gonna tell me well next time wear a bigger sweater mm. you know like now i feel like people no now i'm certain that people are going to feel very entitled to be as disrespectful as they choose to be oh definitely okay so that happened um, it happened. <laughs> Fine, fuck it, whatever it happened. And then the aftermath. Like, how? What was? What was your reaction? When did you find out? And what was your reaction? So before I went to bed, because I actually watched until like two a.m. Because oh, I always really? get myself till till midnight. If I don't see it by yeah. midnight, I, I need to go to bed. Was I? You were texting me? Did or I? Or was I hanging out? I was talking. We were talking. No, I I texted her. I don't know if I take well, whatever, but um, I, I just kind of sat there watching and <laughs> I don't want to say it was funny because it wasn't funny. It was more like, oh, they really don't like us. Mm-hmm. Like that for every other state that came in red, I was like, oh shit. Yeah, like I was just sitting, I was like, oh, they they really don't like us. I think it was like I saw Kentucky, so this well, had to I be like seven. Like well, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but. Having a majority versus having like a substantial num- percentage of people. Mm-hmm. I think I saw Kentucky at one point. It was like seventy four percent went red, and I was like in my mind, I was like, I mean, I knew the South was going to do <laughs> things that the South does. Like it's just the South, 
but I didn't know that it was going to be 74%, almost three quarters of an entire state felt this way, this way. And I was like, and to me, that was like the first time my heart dropped. Like, oh, oh, we're not progress. Oh right. shit, we're not, we're not as progressive. progressive. Mm-hmm. So oh, here's okay. The, here's here's the crazy thing, right? And I I don't know why it's like I just been looking at this dude like marketing eyes. Because you are negative, Nancy. <laughs> wah, wah, wah. I, I don't know if that's the reason, <laughs> but um, like. There, there is these these stages of a campaign that I think, I don't know. I think there's something really. And somebody said it today. We were having a roundtable discussion for um, the Black Employee Resource Group at work, and somebody said today, like, this is making me reevaluate how I do my job because we use these broad strokes to generalize people. And that is where Hillary effed up. She thought her broad strokes were going to speak to the masses and the masses were like, nah, we just gonna go with this racist dude um, over here because he basically followed the rules of the campaign, which is you provoke, you establish, and you sustain it. And I think his... his establish and sustain messages, what happened was we all got the sound bites from the provoke. Mm-hmm. So we didn't realize how dangerous this dude was because all we did was we heard the sound bites. I don't know how many of you like actually watch his speech, but I watched one of this dude's did. speeches from like start to finish. I'm not gonna use the word charismatic because that's not what he is. Like he's not a great speaker. But he he basically like the racist stuff is like the first couple of minutes and mm-hmm. then he like switches to all the stuff that they actually care about and so I think they just basically were like oh yeah this dude saying racist stuff or or you know the blacks can take it the Mexicans can take it they they should have a, a tougher skin so they basically just like turned a blind eye to to all the like the horrible things that he was saying and I think that's for me like looking at it from like a marketer's standpoint where it's like those first couple of minutes that uh Hillary I don't I feel like she just didn't use her time wisely like she didn't use her message I don't think that's I don't think that's true at all I don't think that's true at all I think I think this but like you you have to like you have to look at it like I I guess he absolutely said the things he there was it was a lot of dog whistling man he right. said all the things he said all the right things to the right people that felt that they hadn't been listened to in a while I get it it's fine like let's, let's go with some like the, I I get that part I don't think that she did not say the right thing I think the problem was first of all I think the problem is for a lot of people. A lot of people don't recognize. I don't think a lot of people admit where their prejudice lie. Oh well, that's right. Real. But they because, don't. A lot of people don't even. Know, but because, a lot of people don't even know that they're prejudiced. But it or it's not even placed in the right spot. I think people know that they ain't shit. So here's and the, that <laughs> they don't want to admit it out loud. But here's because the, they will say things 
to their friends and they'll type things in their G chat. And you're like, no, no, I don't really feel that way. But no. in your text message, you said, listen, I think a lot of people don't want to recognize where their prejudice lie. And I think um, there was one article that I read, uh, blah, 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 where was it? Was it in the Washington Post or the New Yorker or New York Times? I think it was NYT. And it was basically nine women that were Trump supporters. Mm-hmm. that are, And it was called Still Trump Supporters. So they had interviewed them earlier on in the um in the campaign season like when uh ruby on everybody was still in the lineup salute um and then they interviewed them again uh, a couple weeks leading up to the election and a lot of the women were like i don't want to vote for for hillary because 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 even when you look at like the 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 post-election results a lot of women didn't want to vote for Hillary because a lot of women didn't want to vote for Hillary because she's a woman. That's first of all. A lot of women didn't want to vote for Hillary because if the if the only thing that you think connected to women's uh women's a woman's choice is abortion, then ma'am, you have never had to go get a damn mammogram in your life. You've never had to go get your your uterus checked out. You've probably never been to the gynecologist. God help me. I hope you at least go to Dwayne Reed to make sure that you have sanitary napkins once a month. Because all they kept saying, all of the women that I was reading is like, well, I don't want to vote for women because I don't think women can handle this job. I don't want to vote for Hillary because she's for abortion and I'm against abortion. And it's like, well, why is why are you you're a single issue voter in that respect? What about the other things that come along with having the choice for your body, ma'am? I don't want to vote for Hillary because she's a liar. Well, why is she a liar? Well, those emails, those emails yeah. that you ain't never read. Yeah. I think the funniest <laughs> meme I yeah. saw is y'all out here talking about Hillary a liar because of all these emails. Meanwhile, y'all got your boyfriends out here sending ah. secret text messages <laughs> to all they side girls, and you still staying with him. So if you could stay with him, then you shouldn't have a problem voting for somebody like that. <laughs> to me, the reasons for not voting we're not substantial enough. It's one thing to say I'm not voting because I don't align with these values mm-hmm. than to say I'm not going to vote for you because I don't like you. You know, there's a lot of people in life I don't like. There's a lot of people I see every day I don't like. There's a lot of things I don't like, but that really has nothing to do with the outcome. What is the benefit? Like, how does this help me get to the end of my day, end of my week, end of my month, end of my life? How does this impact the life of the people I love? And if all you're worried about is the fuck shit, because she's a woman, if all you're worried about... Like, I would have been okay voting for Bernie. I didn't vote for Bernie, for Bernie in the in the primaries, but what it sounds like to me is people saying, well, Bernie could have won it. Well, if the main difference between the two of them is racism. gender, ra- racism... Yeah. I mean, like, they're two sides of the same coin. That's what I'm saying. Like, to me, there, there weren't that many differences. There were nuances yeah. that were different, but, like, structurally, they weren't that different in their campaign... Nope. Were people gonna talk? I ain't voting for Bernie. Nobody was gonna do that. Nobody was gonna do what? Not vote for Bernie just because he's running. We want a Hillary. Oh yeah. That wasn't gonna happen. So no, I don't think it was that they didn't. She didn't use her time right. I think a lot of people just turned. Like I said it before. I think sexism had a lot to do with this, and there are a lot of women that are sexist. Yeah. That's real. That's real. Because. Black men turned up to vote for Hillary. Latinos turned up to vote for Hillary. Black women turned up to vote for Hillary. Guess who didn't turn up to vote for Hillary, y'all? White women. And white men. 
I think I, that's my whole. Th- I don't. I I expected. I didn't expect a lot from white men. It was. <laughs> I didn't expect a lot. I did it. No. But like, <laughs> no, because I I honestly think that they're gonna vote. She's letting these terrorists in our country. They're gonna vote what's best what? for them. Because. But it's not even best for you, and that's why I'm, I don't think that people understand. I don't. There are a lot of people that don't understand like what government can and can't do for you, mm-hmm. what a president can and can't do for you. Because right. a lot of the shit that people are saying, like, oh well, you know, he or she ain't gonna help me do X, Y, and Z. No, but your local officials would. But guess what? Who saw what happened in the House and the Senate? Hey, it all went Republican. Okay. <laughs> so that means all that bullshit y'all were talking about that y'all didn't want, her, that you didn't think she was gonna do for you. You you didn't carry that shit over. They made the ballot so goddamn easy. It was one line. So even if you went uh, Pence Trump for presidency, guess what the hell your ass could have done? You could have voted for your sen- for your senators. You could have voted for your bullshit. You could have voted for your congress congress people. You could have voted for your DA. You could have voted for your mm-hmm. attorney general. All of these people you could have voted for, but you didn't. You didn't. You didn't because you didn't know. You didn't because you're ignorant. So I don't. So I'm not gonna sit here and be like, well, people didn't know and she wasn't using her time wisely. Y'all didn't fucking care. Well, I voted Kai. You didn't vote. <laughs> people didn't care though. Like no, people they, didn't care. Like yeah. people were voting to be petty. This election yeah. was so goddamn petty. It wasn't and I petty. hope the next four years are as entertaining as the first two seasons of The Damn Apprentice because that's I really feel like that's what people deserve. And I also feel like in that time, like people that care and people that actually have a voice and people that know better do better and start getting the groundwork today you need to know what issues you care about right now you need to know the things that you actually want to change because if you weren't feeling it before you're going to feel it now if you didn't care anything about your insurance before guess what you you won't care about it in the next two years because it it takes a while it takes a while it's gonna be about two years before y'all start to feel the changes when you if you definitely didn't care about the jobs you weren't getting before and the raises you weren't getting before guess what when your ass is broke out here because guess who's not getting taken care of you're going to care about it then so this happened good let's see who smartens up my thing is just back to the exit polls and back to white women I think <laughs> freaking I Rudy just... Giuliani he does man and put Rudy Giuliani on his god damn it but here's my thing like I was watching Chelsea um her show on Netflix and like every like it's a lot of white Chelsea women on that show Chelsea Handler Watching like her, her show, she's, she's like crying. People, white women are crying. White women's tears, and I'm nothing against white women. <laughs> like, are I you don't. sure? Every, like that, literally that next episode, it's with Barbara Boxer and Chelsea Handler, and everybody's crying, and everyone's emotional. Well, what they're crying about? Karina, get to it. But like, that's my point. Like, what are you crying about? I half of, I... more than half of these women, white women, voted for Trump. So what exactly they are you crying? For Trump. So I'm, I'm gonna stop because I cried because that was that was some real shit. Yeah. I was crying. I don't uh, care. Uh, so here, here's the here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. And maybe I am Debbie Downer right now <laughs> because I mean, as long as you continue to play the same role, I appreciate your consistency. Well. <laughs> I mean, I wasn't excited about, like, I know a lot of, why a lot of people were crying. It's like, they wanted to make history and see the first woman in the White House. But not more than half of them did not really care. Well, I mean, the, the women who are crying, like, they wanted to see a woman in the White House, right? right? And the DNC wanted to see a woman in the White House because 
if if they did get her in, that would have been three for three. That would have been a black dude two times and then <laughs> a woman. Like you've won. Like yeah. you're, like like you're the winner. That's political poker for right. you. Um, so I, I get I get why 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 people are crying, but reality is she wasn't the right candidate for the job. Whoa. How? How? She is polled negatively for decades. People have not liked her for decades. People may not like her. That doesn't make her that it she's doesn't, not qualified it, for I didn't, the well, job. I didn't say she wasn't qualified. I said not the right candidate for the job. Because she has polled. Like, people didn't like her when she was the first lady. You know, so, that really like good. So, so, so it's it's it, it almost it's almost like we it, you, you we backfired, right? So it's like when somebody has a really good idea for a campaign, it's like we need to get this shit done by any means necessary. Who cares if it goes against the insight? And then it tanks. And I feel like that's what this was, where it was like it would have been great, but there are other. Uh, here's the other thing. She's so, it's almost like she's too, she's almost too good at being a politician. This is the shit I can, that does not make any fucking sense. Let me tell you why, let me tell you why, let me tell you why, let me tell you why. Let me stop you, let me stop you, let me stop you right now. Let me stop you right now as to why that doesn't make any sense. Because this goes back to this motherfucking hundred freaking, yes, it does, I'm not done. This goes back to the hundred best performing CEOs in the world. Because in order for you to be the best at what you do, mm-hmm. you have to be good at what you do. You have to study for it. You got to prepare for it. You got to play the role. got to wear the right clothes. You got to read right. the right books. She did that. You're almost too but, good at doing your job. You You're almost too good at being your career. You got to let me finish. That's not a reason. You got to let me you finish. You got to rephrase that. You got to let me finish. You got to let me finish. I'm going to let you finish. What I mean by that is what I mean. Those people who don't like smooth-talking politicians, you're wrote, like, Kai. I gotta you, let you finish. You are you are an educated person, so somebody talking articul articulately to you catches your attention. For someone else, that is a turnoff. Look Fuck at look, look look at Fuck Obama. Them. Look, Fuck I, them. Listen, I'm not justifying. I'm I'm not justifying it. I'm just basically. I'm am t- telling you. You're, like, yes, you are. You are rationalizing I'm, why I'm, it right. happened, and I can respect that. That is a rationale for why it happened. Why it happened. What I'm saying is that is some bullshit. Of course, it's why bullshit. Why it happened? Because you know who else was a great politician, and they snuck his ass his ass in the damn White House. Richard Nixon. You know who else was a motherfucking good ass politician, and they snuck his ass in the White House. Fucking George Bush, the first one. But guess what happens when men get to be good at what the fuck they do? Guess what happens when men get to be bad at what they do? Guess what happens? What happens? Guess what happens when men don't? When men don't even have to do nothing to do what they do? There's this is my point. Standard. So the fact that we even and I've heard that you're not the first person I've heard say that, but the fact that people can even come out of their mouth and be she was just too good at her job. But, get the fuck out of here, bro. Because if she wasn't good at her job, then they would be like she didn't get it because she was but, unqualified. But, but Kai, Kai, what I'm what I'm saying is, is that in in this business of marketing because it's a campaign. From start to finish. I need you to speak ca- to me as a person. I don't even want to talk about marketing no more. Okay. I want you All to right. speak to me as a person. Here, here, here's, here's the deal. Here's the deal. 
if for for take 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 away the fact that you this and this is what I mean when I started and I said that we live in Disneyland and we all live in our bubble because we don't deal with ignorant people unless we have to. This is a fact. True. No, no one in this room deals with these type of people unless we have to. Because what I'm saying is, while it's true, you like you're saying right now, like that's stupid. These people are stupid, but that's how these people think. Mm-hmm. It's like Sorry. it's. It's like the. It's Nobody like the, asked you nothing, Siri. Nobody it, asked you nothing, Siri. She said but sorry. It, it's, I mean, like you can, you can, you you can even see this, like in in, um, you know, multicultural neighborhoods, like whether it's black or Hispanic, whatever the case is. Like, who would somebody rather listen to? Do they listen? Screw that. You look at it for yourself, right? Mm-hmm. So, you as a professional want professional advice are you going to take it from the quote-unquote hood rat the person who presents themselves as a hood as a hood rat or are you going to take it from somebody who is is um qualified like you who's educated like you it's the same thing for people who are oppressed like a who, lot who you go who do these people go to for a doctor do they if they if somebody needs a heart transplant are they going who, to who their what, local... what type of person what type of person leads their union because that person usually is a person like them. That's the, who speaks their language, who who uses the same slangs as them. Like look at the look at the union leaders. They're usually somebody who rose from amongst them. It's not some dude who has a PhD. Like the dude who use who who leads the union. If they all hood rats, he a hood rat too. But let me explain something to you because that's a very fair point. Your, your union leader is your representative. Your union leader is not making laws. Your union leader is not, your union leader You're is not. You're talking as an educated person. Remember this can somebody, also. Can remember somebody this look also, up how many people remember, are educated in this country? Remember this also. This country has failed so many people when it comes to education that you are talking as an educated person. Those people don't give up. about none of these things that you are saying none of these rationales that you have right now they don't care about because as far as they're concerned especially those people who had to like drop out at like high school because they had to they don't care about none of these rationales that you have like that's just that's just not how the game works for them so when i say that she's too good i don't mean that she's like she didn't do what she had to do or she did more than she had to do she is the quintessential politician. And for these people who feel like the government has played them and shitted on them for generations, they don't want same old government. They want some dude who speaks crass like they do. They probably love that grab them by the pussy comment. That probably made their day. And so she was out of the running. Like that's just, that's just for them. There was nothing that she could have said to come back from the fact that she is just way too polished for some hood rats. I don't so, know if you saw, I don't know if either of y'all saw, Samantha B. I saw, mm-hmm. I saw that. Okay. So, for those of you that are listening that don't 
know what I was going to say because I didn't finish it. Samantha B is um, a political, is she a, would you consider her a political commentator or a cultural commentator? She does kind of both. Yeah. Um, on, on cable news, which you can catch her on YouTube and on Facebook because she says comedy, some really funny things. Central. She's on Comedy Central. Well, she's on she's TBS. Like, she's on she's, c- cable. Yeah, same line as um, Daily Show. Well, she's on cable and she says some great things. But um, I right. saw this clip the day <laughs> of the election where essentially she was explaining she was explaining that that sentiment that people have or she was countering that sentiment that people have about her being too much of a politician. And it hit me in a way because that's it's like she was saying what I had been thinking this entire election. This is a woman who studied to be a lawyer. This is a woman who has participated or, or has been a part of quote unquote uh, movements mm-hmm. for decades. This is a woman that went out of her way to um, try to pass the bar in multiple cities. Um, this is a woman who is more than qualified as a public servant, as an educated person, as a human, as a person that comes from a uh, middle class, working class more than qualified in that state. This idea about people not liking her came from people trying to mold her into something. Now, granted, Samantha B was trying to say, listen, this is why your ass don't go follow no man. <laughs> don't go follow no man to help him hit with his dreams before you help yourself with your dreams. Wait a minute. Right. Wait, she was talking about Bill Clinton. She was talking about Bill Clinton. <laughs> yeah, because she was basically, okay, one. so the story is, so the story, wait, wait. So the story is that Hillary went... <laughs> After she failed the bar um, in D.C., she wrote in her autobiography that that's she felt like, but she passed it in uh, Arkansas. Right. She wrote that I think I felt like that was a sign that I needed to go to Arkansas with Bill, mm-hmm. and essentially that is what started her first lady career mm-hmm. as the first lady of helped him win his seat as what was a senator, something, something governor, something, something, something like that in Arkansas. But, like, she was like, I'm going to help him basically follow his dreams to become a politician out there. Even while she was also um, pushing forth uh, for, I think she was pushing for for the children that weren't weren't able to go to school because of disabilities. Mm -hmm. She was also helping with their, um, push their issues forward as a lawyer. Now, the entire time she was first lady in Arkansas, in White House, et cetera, et cetera, all they ever talked about is how she just wasn't playing her part. She was generally, she was basically that man's chief of staff. Right. And they told her that, hey, you being all smart and helping us navigate this country and shit, I'm going to need you to calm that down because you're really, you're hurting his image. You're making him look weak. Mm-hmm. Okay? They didn't like her because she was too strong. They didn't like her when right. she decided to be f- more feminine and care about clothes. They didn't like her when she was his chief of staff. They didn't. Like and 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 I think that there's there's an eth- there's an essence of this privilege, and a lot of people associate like that kind of um, that kind of criticism to black women a lot of times. Where no matter how hard you work, mm-hmm. if you're working too hard, it's a bad look. If you're working, if you're not working hard enough, it's a bad look. You you just never get it right. And I get it that people of color and and people with disabilities and 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 people that identify as LGBTQ we all they also go through things often where they're just never enough but i feel as a woman more often than not i've been told 
I'm too much for something. Mm. It's very easy for people to slight you and say, it's you were just too good for him, girl. You didn't need him. That school, they didn't deserve you, girl. Don't worry about it. Right. We're not going to let you, we're not going to give you this job because you're way overqualified. I know you need it, but you're just way overqualified. You're just always too friggin' much as a woman. So to me, to your point, that is exactly why people didn't like her because she was too fucking much. Because as a woman, you can never be too much woman. You can't be too feminine. You can't be too smart. You can't be too tough. You can't be too weak. You can't be too nothing. You can't be too spiritual. You can't, you can't, you can't, just can't. Right. You can't do nothing but be the, be the, 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 the Robin to some man's Batman. To be the stereotype. But not even, even a stereotype. Was that, she was criticized. Criticize even as even as the stereotype. You see what I'm saying? So you're never she stopped wearing she stopped wearing skirts because people's talking about her legs. Like she's a friggin' politician. She ain't gonna be out here in y'all bikinis modeling for no magazine. Who cares? She completely changed her physical look when she was when Bill was representing Arkansas. Because they said she didn't a look brunette. She like blonded her hair. Hey, hey, hey ain't nothing wrong with <laughs> blonding your hair every now and again put on makeup, wore more fashionable clothes, she stepped back and invited the press of doing a tour of the house and look, at, and look at what we decorated and, and dialing back the issues that she was important, like she actually cared about, so it could better her husband. It didn't, she put herself second. And she was still criticized. So this is my so my point to all of that bullshit that everybody because I don't I don't necessarily believe that that's how you feel, but I do believe that that's how a lot of people feel. This was a se- this was a sexist election. This was a sexist election because you you're never good enough. And I don't. Think she's a she's a she's a professional politician. Well, damn it, the the woman ain't she damn near <laughs> seventy? Ain't she been doing this for like fifty years? Don't you want her to be good at this by now? If you're not good, you know how I feel about not being good at your job within seven months. But mm. she's been doing this for fifty freaking years. Right. She needs to be good at it. She better be good at it. I need her to have solutions in her back pocket for situations we ain't even never encountered. That hopefully we will never encounter. But instead, we're stuck with this man. I don't think this election had the bro like you there's so many different faces of why people voted the way that they did I mean, and yeah, i don't clear. think like it can be bucketed into one under one reason there's it's just a, multiple effed up reasons i mean that's why y'all keep jumping down my throat because i keep bringing up oh Simeon. <laughs> <laughs> I, but, but I'm, 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 bring, I'm i'm bringing up all i'm bringing up all the reasons because i think it's 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 important to understand that not just with this with with an election but with all of the things that we are out here um advocating for Mm -hmm. is that we need to understand that we're dealing with a lot of people who are not intelligent like this and 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 a lot of listen a lot of us automatically go well I, i don't need to teach these motherfuckers i don't like i don't i don't need to teach them but you are dealing with ignorant people, like, and <laughs> your chest, your chest should hurt because we basically, like, we take it in the office, like, like dealing with ignorant, ignorant comments and biased comments, and we have to say it there, and yeah, we can say it there, and it can be like, you can use big words, and it can be intelligent and all that shit, and but 
you're dealing with some people who just like no like they just like they don't understand like they're idiots I hate to ge- I hate to generalize them like this because that is that is the stereotype for all of the these people who come from middle America and these backwoods town is that they're idiots but when you can't hear simple reasoning and have like rational deductions like black lives matter like here's why we say this and regardless of how many ways you say this intelligently they never get it mm-hmm. so what it- i'm saying is this was like the messaging was not nuanced so here's a question for you then or the for right messaging the was right nuanced messi- enough. Like okay. right by right, I mean the one that won. The right. One, the right messaging for them was nuanced enough right. that it was able to capture their attention. Mm-hmm. And I can agree with that. And it's still some fuck shit. Go ahead. It is. So here's my question. For the people who recognize the injustice of the world. Who? Right. <laughs> who are you speaking about? Well, like there, I'm sure there are white, there are people out there who say yes, Black the Lives with, Matter, the yes, pins? all these things, yes, they're wearing their safety pins. But at the end of the day, <laughs> who's going to benefit my bank account and my family? That's what I care about. Are they still considered That's ignorant? That's what you care about. Or I that, didn't vote for uh, Trump, I but, I, but I'm uh, saying that there are educated people who still. Would vote in I, their listen, that's know, why I, I don't necessarily no, think that these no, are uneducated. No, I don't, no, they weren't all uneducated. Right, I was about to say, I don't They're believe that no, these I'm are saying, all uneducated what I, people. No, I'm saying is people who are educated, uh-huh. who do understand all the, the immigration issues, who do understand the implications of voting for Trump for minorities, mm-hmm. but yet they still voted for them because they have, like, either they're Republican but economically, they only like they understand like all of that all the injustices of the world but yet at the end of the day it's really about them and their family so to, to, let me to explain that point, kai's reasoning what she was saying earlier about like why people don't like her being a professional politician i what i saw from van jones uh all right i'll check it out was, homework deal. was that that was their reasoning She's 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 too much of a politician, and I think one of them said like, who, who dedicates their life to being a po- politician? Like, Kaya's Ka- left Ka- the building. Kaya's Ka- 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 not throwing. She's she she's throwing things around the room now. Who the hell does she think she is out here working and shit? And so that's what I'm saying. Like 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 the the messaging wasn't nuanced, and like to me. That is the interesting thing about all of this because we as a people like to label people we like to have a broad stroke message and we expect everybody to get it and it just does not work like that and this is proof in the pudding that it does not work like that and when you have stakes this high you cannot bet on one broad message working like that and the stakes were high yep and I agree with that no one took the time to uh, to nuance the message, and they knew that they were struggling for months. So, like this. I mean, I don't. Yes, I mean, yes, Simeon, that is fair. However, <laughs> this is what be a however, has though. happened. Like, like what has happened is another article on Very Smart Brother that mm-hmm. that articulately uh, expressed how I've been feeling. We mentioned white supremacy earlier. 
Um, there's also this idea of, uh, I don't know what you would call like a patriarchist, the people that like mm -hmm. really believe in patriarchy. Mm -hmm. or it is quite possible mm -hmm. that it's like when you rebel a little bit too much against your parents and then they just put the chink, chink, clink, clink down on everything again. Like, <laughs> it is very possible. Right. That uh, there there are a lot of people because because they're like I don't I don't think it's racist because we had a black president. Um. But they they. I don't think uh, that everybody realized how uncomfortable that they are with progress, mm -hmm. or that the progress of other people. And this is why I get so I feel away about it because this is my livelihood, y'all. Yeah. Like every time we make more progress, it it does benefit me right. and it will benefit my future children and it benefits my my family and my legacy, right? right. Every time we make more progress, somebody wants to take it away because for whatever reason, and I don't think it's an it's an intelligence thing because I know mm -hmm. we're calling people dumb and stupid and ignorant because we're angry, but the reality is there's a lot of people that don't care about yeah. rationale. They yeah, care I about how they feel. So yeah. y'all got this black president, now y'all want to give us a woman? Oh, hell no. What about, uh, like when that guy, when I went to Barbados in the pool and he was like, well, what more do y'all want? What, what more do you want? You already got jobs. You're already making like money. How much more money do you need? To, to, to your point. There's what, a lot of people that just don't believe that anybody should have more except for them. Right. And I think that that sums it up because basically what you what you're saying, and we said on the past episode, any form, anybody who's advocating for equality to the oppressor, that is a disadvantage. They feel like you are advocating for them to lose something. Mm -hmm. So while Obama, some of you never even had dumbass. Well, go ahead. Sorry. I mean, because, <laughs> but, that's, but that's but that's like the Affordable Health Care Act, which is like people who never had health insurance and needed health insurance are like, I don't want this Obamacare, but you ain't got. So out here with these Obama phones <laughs> and y'all using up all these Obama minutes. Do you guys see it's um, ignorance, like it's ignorance, but it's but it's also, the, it's the but choice it's also, of ignorance. It's, there's it's a comfort a in this ignorance. It's, it's not a, a lack of education. It's a comfort in the it's, ignorance. You don't want to know more. You don't want to know better because you're comfortable knowing what you right. know. You don't want to. You don't want to meet other people. There's a reason why there are still people that feel that there are. What are they calling them? The the the. The alternative right? Is that what they're mm -hmm. calling? Is that what they're calling racists now? The alternative yeah. right? <laughs> they even got a new damn. We don't even call them Tea Party anymore. They are the alternative right, y'all. And that still believe that people of color are by genetic uh, uneducated. Even though it's been disproven. It has been disproven, scientifically disproven, that there is no tie to skin pigment from skin pigmentation to intellect. You know why you don't know that? Because you don't want to know that. You might as well be out here still waiting on the two thirty. Bring y'all two dollars, cause y'all know y'all missing out ten teeth. Cause none of y'all got Medicare. <laughs> Did you guys see um, the Daily Show election special with Daisy uh, Spill? I'm all like up and out. So. Before we flip, because we, we can go all, all day. Yeah, we can. Um, from MTV News, one of the one of the reporters from MTV News went to the, the Daily Show. And she talked about, like, it's really sad because a lot of these people traded things that they needed just for a little more freedom in their racism. Well, yeah, I mean, 
They gave, I guess, an even better way to say this. They gave up freedoms to have freedom with the racism. But it's it's not it's not just racism. There is them. Whatever ism you feel it's like. Mis- misogyny. Today. But it's, it's misogy- misogynism. Because, because basically what we've, what we've proven is is that this country is more misogynistic than racist. I agree. Because, but I mean, it's misogynistic and it's racist. I mean, so, it's, it's both. It, it's, it's both, but she elected a black Just man twice. Just add three cups you, of you, sexism. Right. 2.5 of racism. Right. You, you elected a, a black man twice. And you couldn't race. stomach a woman. And it could have been like, you know, let's and let the blacks have you their president stomach and then a, we'll come back. You couldn't stomach a white woman. So, like, that's that's basically saying, like, yo, you're you're more sexist and misogynistic than you are racist. Um, do, does anybody know? Can somebody Google on their phone? Did the, was it, was it, it wasn't, the, yeah, did the 14th Amendment come before women getting the right to vote? The suffrage amendment? Did black men get the right to vote before white women got, or, yeah, white women. I don't think black women had it at the time. Anybody know? I want do that on her phone. Yeah, come back to me with that. <laughs> there's a tie there. I don't know what it is yet, but I think that's some, there's something to be said. That, that, I remember that, when... That they gave it to men before they gave it to women. They men gave it to all men, men before they gave it to any woman, right. yes. Yeah. Um, I do believe I read when we were walking through the at the uh, African American Museum um, in D.C. <sighs> that uh, uh, Susan B. Anthony, Elizabeth B. Anthony, Susan B. Anthony became very um, frustrated um, with her support for uh, African American suffrage because she felt like basically this is what she was trying to prove not to throw shade on it but yes i think there is something to to say that in general the idea of a man in general is more people are more comfortable with having a man in power than they are with having a woman in power and at times not even at times because even if you look at like civil rights the uh, black nationalist movements if you look at black lives matter like and like how people respond to uh, issues that pertain to men more so than they respond to issues that pertain to women, and especially women of color, there is a disparity. So, so I mean, I get it. I'm just I'm I. We're at that point where I guess we should start talking about next steps and solution. And <laughs> yeah. I'm just gonna say like I'm not gonna lie to anybody, and I don't know how long I'm gonna be salty, but I'm salty as hell. I am mad as hell and that my next steps and my solutions and all the things that I felt that I took away from um, this experience this election cycle are very deliberate um, lightly petty um, and extremely extremely um, enforcing any activism that that I can like for me what happens next after this i don't i don't feel that i need to hold my tongue back from anybody i don't think that i don't think that i need to give anybody a pass with me and it, it's quite frankly like i'm just more going to be more sensitive to things because i do feel that there's a culture shift i think people have been talking about it for months like, things just feel different you know what the hell you're feeling you're feeling oppression mm. people that haven't felt oppression before are feeling oppressed <laughs> 
people that have been feeling oppressed in other ways that are uh, um, reminiscent of, of, you know, they feel like they can't speak their mind the way they could back in the 30s, 40s, 50s, and 60s to these women and these black folk and, and these people of color. Like, all of a sudden now you this is what making America great again means to you. So I'm not holding my tongue back for anybody. And I'm not necessarily known for having the nicest choice of words for many people. I mean, this show is interesting, but (laughs) (laughs) making a great, making America great again, just again, (laughs) making America great again, just pissed Kai off again. So I do believe that moving forward, Um, I'm going to be a little bit more vigilant and very much so more purposeful in values and ideals that I support actively and and inactively. Um, We saw a lot of bullshit happen this year with, you know, police brutality, sexism towards women, this election, um, shit, my trip to Cuba. Like, there's a lot that I just can't stomach. No, that's fair. Personally. And working to going back to talking about marketing, working in marketing, having that kind of seat at the table, um, for me, it's kind of like having a weapon in your hand that I I want to purposefully use for the benefit of values that I hold uh, true and dear to my heart. So if y'all see me cussing somebody out in the street, <laughs> um, you might want to call the cops for them. It could get real. Only if you like raise your shoe, then then I'll take you back. But <laughs> shoes, hands, yeah. windows, two by fours, you take whatever. That second, you know that, that step before Listen, you Listen, I out. have a black belt. <laughs> I have a black belt in, in taekwondo, and I'm seriously considering like getting a refresher class I because mean, for real. Um, related and unrelated, because I'm <laughs> in my phone, but um. Bernie Sanders and Elizabeth Warren were just like um, elected to the Senate Senate leadership to Senate leadership post. So um, as far as I'm concerned, they are superheroes. Elizabeth Liz Warren is a thug. I've been saying that she they, has everybody out public they, and on Twitter, in public and on Twitter. They, they like the, the, the two of them are superheroes. I love and, her. Um, I mean, I think if, if we're talking next steps, definitely being vigilant. Um, I think all of us, um, some more than others, uh, definitely need to get educated on 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 government, just just in general, because knowing what and not just getting educated on government and keeping it to yourself, but uh, talking about it amongst your people, uh, because there are just a lot of stupid ideals that were floating around why people didn't vote um you know like even like the people who didn't vote saying well you know it was just one or two like they're both evil like you you have to pick the lesser evil like there was a third candidate like even if you went out and you voted for the third party i went back and i looked at his shit he wasn't much better no, I'm talking about, he was actually really bad. No, I'm not talking about Gary Johnson. I'm talking oh. about Jill Stein. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, Jill Stein was there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, 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 like you could, you could have voted for Jill Stein. That would have been better than not, not voting. voting, because if those 46 million or however many million people went out and voted for Jill Stein, that right there would have sent a very, very clear message that 
there is another party. You have more than two options, regardless of if like and and that was what pissed me off about this election was that everybody kept telling everyone to vote for Hillary instead of saying you have to you have, you two have a other choice. Op- you have two other options. Like you have a choice. Like these these are both options that are sane. <laughs> like there there are sane options because clearly this dude is crazy. Like you have two other options. Um, so definitely like going and getting educated on government and not keeping it to yourself because there are just way too many idiots walking amongst us. Like that's just it's it's the sad unfortunate truth and I mentioned it earlier where it's like until we understand how government has failed on educating generation after generation then like just like what I'm saying doesn't make sense but when you understand that and you are one of the fortunate ones to have a sound mind that can actually read understand and retain vital information go and educate yourself and tell your stupid cousins. Enjoy your Thanksgiving, you guys. <laughs> like no, like real, like like tell your tell your cousins, tell your mama, tell your daddy, because I'm guaranteeing you that one of your cousins, your mama, or your daddy, or your brothers, or your sister, did not vote, and they did not tell you that they did not vote mm-hmm. because they knew you would get mad. They knew you get mad, but they they voted for, and I mean, and truth be told, it's, it's part of democracy like you don't have to vote but voting is smarter than not voting exercising your right to vote makes more sense than you not voting and this dude who is quite frankly crazy sitting in the white house in quote-unquote the most powerful seat in the world so go educate yourself go educate your stupid cousins go educate your mama go educate your daddy your brothers, your sisters, your neighbor too. Yeah. All right. So before I go into my solution, the 15th Amendment, according to the Library of Congress, the 15th Amendment to the Constitution granted African men the right to vote, and women didn't get to vote until the 19th Amendment. So maybe that's why uh, Susan, Susan B. Anthony was kind of salty. Um, the 19th Amendment passed in 1920. The 15th Amendment passed in 1870. I mean, so I she didn't, was I, mad. I, 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 see, see, and that, and it's, even to that point, I didn't realize that. So, like, that, but that, that was the edu- all the Jim Crow laws. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It's, it's, it says that it says that this country is more misogynistic and sexist than racist because you basically were like, oh, cool. You still can't drink at my water fountain, but you a dude. You can vote. Yeah. And because you have you, land, you have a vagina. You can't vote. You can buy land. I don't think you women can, can get credit cards in their own name until like the. 60s or 70s? Yeah. Sorry. We can let's have another conversation on sexism <laughs> next time. <laughs> uh, next next I'm episode. Go home and do all the all the lady things. Everything. I just need to just be happy with being a girl. But go ahead. I'm sorry. Did I do this? No. You did didn't I contribute? Do it. America did this to oh, me. Okay. 
and those nine women in the New York Times that explained why they they still are sexist. Yo, to their you, own you you really need to go watch this. <laughs> we need to the homework is to Be, no watch because it was, it, was, it was really interesting because I was trying to watch it yeah. with an open mind. But go ahead. Here's my thing, because I just feel like there's a lot of homework. A, for me, it's getting well acquainted, getting more educated about this country, the government, government, the laws, amendments, all of that, getting educated on my actual rights. B, then seeing that how can that help in my local government. Not only, I mean, I'm an absentee voter, so I do understand the local laws and voting on that on a Florida level, but when I walk outside my door, like, how can I help my own community? Mm-hmm. So that's um, one step. Most of, I will say this, most of my family who live in America, it's not many, but they're really educated about voting and you know getting their vote out. They pay attention to politics, all that. But I personally don't understand. I need to find a clearer picture like, hey, this issue is going to affect this issue. And actually looking at those issues. I know that we vote for our presidents. We can vote for our senates. But I think one thing that people didn't really talk about is voting for those actual laws that are going to affect your state. I didn't see a lot of that. And I'm going to put Florida out there because we are basically in there living a monopoly. And we have allowed it to happen for so many years. And we voted again to continue this monopoly for another year. I don't even know how much that is, how many years left. So that's one thing. We need to pay attention. Yes, this this was a highly publicized election, but there were other issues at hand. So I think getting educated, understanding where your vote goes, and understand, like, even though you don't feel that your vote counts, it does. And not to be dismayed that the vote didn't, necessarily go what we thought it would go but understand that it is still important to vote and it is still important to get involved in your political process not just as a person but as a citizen so that's my thought yeah and make sure you vote on your local and state elections as well even if your state is liberal. And uh, I think we have midterms coming up in like two years or something like that. Midterms so, are in two years so uh, make sure you uh, <laughs> Can't means that means campaigning starts next year. Um, that should be fun. Yippity yay! <laughs> if nothing else, I think that this was a really big learning opportunity for those of us um, of age to know better. And by that, I mean anybody 16 or I guess no 14 years old and above, um, because that means that then the next election, you 14 year olds get to vote. Um, um. That also means that those of us that didn't take it as seriously in the beginning, but took it to heart in the end, um, to Karina's point, we know what we need to do. We got homework. We got homework to do. We got people to help, and we got responsibility to claim. So Still this is joke. it. This is it for me for venting. Everything moving forward becomes um, solutions. So I think we're good. Also, just before we go, oh, take okay. care of yourself mentally. Amen. You know, I, I know there's there's like a lot of push for you to like read op-eds every single day, all hours of the day. 
but uh, do turn it make it off. I will say, do it makes you feel good because for some people that is a thing. Do something that makes you feel good. Yeah, don't do just it. wallow yeah. in the negative emotion. There you go. Don't just emote negatively. Act positively as well. If that means turning off the TV and shutting down CNN, MSNBC, and Fox News for a couple of weeks, maybe you need to do that. Yep. If that means that you need to pick up a new habit to keep you from outside and chopping down your neighbor's mailboxes that have <laughs> that still have Trump signs outside, then you need to do that. If that means that you also now need to become more involved in the conversation, then maybe you need to do that. Um, but yeah, definitely take care of yourself because it is going to be an interesting four years um, and mentally and emotionally uh, exhausting. Um, Watch the El Fase <laughs> book. Yeah, stay away from El Fase book. <laughs> Don't be on El Fase book every day. That's the Facebook. Oh, okay. um, yeah, there's lots of things you can do. But with that, uh, thank you guys for listening again. Um, we are actually winding down to our last few episodes for the year. I think after this, we have two more scheduled. Yeah, yeah. two more scheduled. So it's been a great, and, it's and been it's, a great and, year. I'm excited. All of this. Exciting guests. Yeah, and we had way exciting guests. Don't want to, don't want to say until they actually get into the studio. Um, yeah, it's all, it's all good. Um, for those of you, oh, we changed, we switched up our uh, Twitter handle so you guys can actually follow us on Ask Mixed Company or at Ask Mixed Company. Um, on the Twitter. On the Twitter. Um, just, you know, give us a shout out, say what's up. Um, or you can still follow us on our sister, I guess, sister organization, mm-hmm. um, Moffa New York. Social media handles. So that's Moffa <laughs> New York, at Moffa New York. And that's for Instagram. And I believe you can find us on Facebook as well. Shoot us an email. We'd love to help you with your problems instead of bitching about our own. <laughs> um, you can email us at askmixedcompany at gmail.com. And, yeah, we will talk to y'all later. It's later, been great. Guys. Thanks for being here. Shoulder to lean on, y'all. Bye. Peace out. Bye.